You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey everybody, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Nationals podcast. It is Friday, November 19th, 2021. This is part two of my conversation with Dan Wilson of Locked On Phillies. We take a look at the NL East and wonder what can anybody do to catch up to the Braves and really are they that far ahead despite winning the World Series? They did only win 88 games, so what can teams behind them do to potentially catch up to them? We'll talk about that on today's show. Uh, on the on the audio version. All right, we're gonna go. Okay, let's do some. Uh, let's do some. Let's do some things for the off season. So, you. I mean, uh, my big thing is like you saw the reports last week. Are you like me, where it's I don't see these multi-year guys signing. I don't see teams wanting it because also where do I? I don't know where my my uh, luxury tax ceiling is. So why am I gonna make what? any moves that are gonna push me up against that where I don't know where that is? Also, how wait. how often does a multi-year contract like like the CBA expires in December first? How long do multi-year contracts get signed this early in the offseason? I mean, they don't. Guys, I don't understand guys, what the guys, rush like, is. guys like Scott, uh, agents like Scott Boris and these big-time free agents, they like to drag it out and take their time. This is not the NBA. This is not the NFL where everything happens in one day. Uh, I will let you in on kind of a interesting scenario. I don't know how realistic it is, which is that I had Scott Lauber about two weeks ago from the Philadelphia Inquirer, Philly's beat writer, on, and he was like, "Well, how kind of interesting would it be if?" We had this whole lockout. They got something done in the 11th hour, and we basically were forced into an NBA or NFL type of free agency where guys are just signing left and right. I don't know if that would really happen. It kind of seems far into the game of baseball that something like that would happen. But I think it would be rather interesting because, I mean, to your point, are you asking me if like the top, like the top five shortstops in baseball are going to sign in the next 12 days? It seems unlikely. No, it's that's why I didn't understand it, you know. Uh, the one and two year deal, guys. That that makes some sense, right? Like, yeah, Noah Syndergaard. Always... Noah Syndergaard one for twenty one is not going to make or break the Angels. You know what I mean? It, it might change a couple things, but like, it's not. Uh, the like Verlander the stuff is really interesting. Would you take him on for two years? Twenty five million. He got twenty five million. Would you take him on for two years? Probably. Because what is it? One for twenty five? Is that what it is? Or is it two for twenty five? Uh, that was the initial report I had seen. Was it was one it... for twenty five? Yeah, which I thought was so, a lot of money for Justin. That's crazy. So, like one for twenty-one is like that's my max of where like I'm okay, right? You're you're within a few million of the qualifying offer, right? One for twenty-five. Yeah, they, they, went, they went above. They like went that above is that's that's quarter of a, you know a hundred million dollars at that point. Like that is a bit more. I, I know it's a sh- short amount, but like you're starting to creep up to a, a, a big chunk there at twenty-five. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean this is again, partially I guess Verlander knowing you probably won't get more years. Maybe he wanted the comfort of like having something done before the lockout also betting on himself that maybe he'll prove that he's still a major league pitcher and yeah i put a overpay next off season like i've I made this point very clear on on many podcasts i i believe that justin verlander is a uh is a is a subscriber to the tv 12 method and interpret that how you will um everybody out there guys gonna be guys gonna be pitching till he's 50 yeah well well, you know it's just with because you know some natural means right just a little bit of you know, whatever the the oils that they're using to TV twelve camp, and yeah, you know, just I don't think t- it, like 
TB12, though, like, people make a big deal about, like, what magic it does for Tom Brady. Like, I've not extensively, but gone through his website. Like, it seems like a pretty, I don't want to say uh, easy. Because, Dan, plan, Dan no... there, there are other things beside the TB12 method going on with Tom Brady. Well, he's if, 45 if and he plays in the NFL. Like, yeah, well, wow, wow, what he's just well, different, right? Well, yeah, that's okay, your theory. I was going to say he's either not. There's one of two things going on here, and I, I think I know where you stand, which is that there's yes. either more going on, but all he publishes, it seems like a nutrition plan that anyone could do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, also, this is. Not, I'm not saying Tom is not like incredibly dedicated. It's not what I'm saying. I, there are a lot of guys out there who I feel very well. Ver, also, if Verlander's on this hey, too. Other athletes I don't are on care. too. Maybe it's, I just think. Look, if we look at Ver, Verlander's. Where the numbers well, are heading? Well, could be a modern day athlete guy pitches into his. I'm his, just saying the numbers. Jamie were Moyer was doing it before it was cool. The numbers were heading one direction. The age was hitting the other one, and then all of a sudden, some things flipped. That velocity jumped real fast. Uh, you know, I, I'm just that's all I'm saying. But to kind of get back to like the, like to, to, to some actual you know nationals, Philly stuff. Like, it's weird because they're in the same division as the world champions, and getting the Braves feels still doable and not getting the Braves, but like contending in this playing division. Playing the Braves. It feel, yeah, playing the Braves. Uh, it feels a bit more They doable. won the World Series, but they're just the Braves. Yeah. <laughs> well, but it, no, but, but and they won 88 games is what I'm saying, right? Like that, yes. you know, there are arguments to be made that if things play out differently for both the, I mean, like if the Nationals didn't sell like 88 games, you're telling me that the Schwarber, Turner, Soto trio couldn't have helped you push you to around 82 at least, 83. Like you're telling me that's and, and also, got to 82. Also, if yeah. you kept Daniel Hudson in the bullpen, I think there's a few less blown saves uh, that we see happen throughout you know the rest of the season. Anyway, like the Nats are not going to try to contend. They gave away way too much to the team that they're not going to next year. Um, the Phillies, on the other hand, like that's a team that I think they and the Mets, right? It's it's those two. If I'm a Philadelphia Phillies fan. I'm feeling pretty good about our position now. And we always say these kind of things, and it always never happens because baseball is weird as hell. But like the Mets are seen with a little bit of a disaster right now, and they've got no pitching. Their pitching is they have the, the Mets must get Marcus Stroman back. There is no ifs, ands, or buts. They have to, or else I'm not sure what they're going to do in, on the pitching front. They're going to have to make some trades or something. So if you're if you're a Phillies fan, what do you think it's going to take to get back to that number two spot and kind of push get yourself into a playoff game? Who and I mean, who are you targeting? Who are you thinking about? What what this what off season? Yes. Well, I mean, there have been a number of names that. Might be pipe dreams, but I'd love to see. In biggest need. What's Red- the biggest need? The biggest need is probably, I mean, Dave Dombrowski said it as the bullpen. I probably agree with that. Um, look, this offense could certainly need some help, whether it's a left fielder, center fielder, certainly a leadoff guy. But if I had to target one thing, like get two really, really solid back end of your bullpen relievers who you can rely on because every single time they get a reliever in here, the guy's career seems to go off the rails. He's not really Ian Kennedy. Not that he's like in the class of relievers who could be targeted this offseason. Right. But his like his season got significantly worse once he got to Philly. I think the rotation. I don't want to say it's set, but is actually stronger than those other two areas. I think it's good enough, especially if you feel like you can get a bounce back year from Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler coming off a Cy Young nomination type season getting Zach Eflin back, Kyle Gibson at the end of your rotation, and Ranger Suarez, who emerged as with the lowest ERA on the team in more than 100 innings pitched this year. It's really left field, center field. I'm not a huge fan of Didi Gregorius. It seems like Bryson Stott's going to be your opening day shortstop. And then you kind of hope that Alec Bohm bounces back. The Gene's, 
Bryson Stott. He's the who the short the shortstop prospect that the Phillies got coming. He'll he'll be on the high school kid, he's a college kid. No, no, well, he uh, he's I believe he's a Vegas guy. Oh, he is how well that well he he's a big fan. Well, he's roommates or he was roommates with Bryce Harper. I want to say in spring training. He is. Let me give you. I know he's right around my age. He's twenty four years old. He went to UNLV. They drafted him two years ago, three years ago. I want to say. Mm. So uh, twenty nineteen. Yeah. So he was at a UNLV in from the Vegas area. Has connections to Bryce Harper. Uh, will be the shortstop in no time, assuming they don't sign one of these top guys. It leaves yourself open to sign one of these top guys if they can are willing to fork over the money for him. Maybe move Stott to say second base. And then you try and move on from Gene Segura. You'll have Alec Bohm back at third. Damn, why would you want to move on from Gene Segura? Why? I'm not. No, I'm. Well, if you got one of the top shortstops and you move Stott to second base, you try and get some value back for Segura. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's like one of the most underrated players in baseball. I feel like, like if you just want somebody to get get on base for you, I mean, he's gonna get on base a lot. I know he he's inconsistent more than people give credit for. I feel like like everyone talks about how he had this really great season. He finished right around like a just below 800 OPS. Like he he goes through stretches where he's really really good. He's also had some clubhouse issues with Joe Girardi, and oh, no. it seems like there's a reason he's been. Pushed around in the, uh, the doghouse a little like bit. Four or five teams. Well, there have been a few incidents that I mean they seem to resolve themselves. But if they were able to sign, I mean, let's say they sign Carlos Correa, they sign Corey Seager, and then you move Bryson Stott to second base. Like I would trade Gene Segura and try and get yourself yeah. a center fielder or a left fielder. Like I would absolutely, he would absolutely be my guy who gets bumped out of that. You can't start Didi Gregorius anymore. He just stinks. It made no sense. Well, they didn't give him a qualifying offer. They gave him two years instead. So anyway, guys, I'm targeting the outfield. Quick pause in the action on today's show. Today's Locked On Nationals podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting, best for you protein bar in the game today. Go to built.com. That's built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you'll get 15% off on your next order. We all know it's the holiday season, and Built Bar is the perfect treat. Pieces of pie, y'all. They got like 300 calories at the bare minimum. A built bar is just as tasty and it's less calories 130 to 180, four to five grams of sugar and four to five grams of net carbs as well. And also, if you have a built bar in the morning, you can go ahead and go work out in the afternoon. It's kind of a protein bar you can have any time of the day. Low calorie, low carb, low fat, high protein, 100% covered in real chocolate go to built.com today it's built.com promo code lock 15 l-o-c-k-e-d-1-5 lock 15 for 15 percent off today i love the kyle schwarber action how about the smash bro- little smash brothers it was the schwarber schwarber and Cassianos has been out there uh, i did a whole thing with uh ethan smith from locked on pirates how i want the phillies to target if they the pirates decide to try it to decide to trade i can't speak brian reynolds how i'd want them to target him um, as an outfield spot. So there's a number of guys. The the bullpen, you know, you hear the names Kimbrell, Jansen, um, a few others out there at Melanson. I just, I, you, know, I, you know me, I'm against the, the, I'm against that paying pie. stuff. You know, you, you gotta you gotta try to find I those know. guys I just who don't need know. a switch, need a change, and, and that's the best way to do it, man. I and it the Phillies never seem to uh strike gold on those guys, which is really, really unfortunate. But I, I wanna lock down this bullpen. That's not ignore. So I think it's close between that and left and center field. And also, hopefully, your left and center fielder 
knows how to lead off because they really, this offense, I think, was at its, not at its best, but when Bryce Harper's here, was at its best when Andrew McCutcheon was hitting in the leadoff spot and hitting well. Like, he really set the tone for that offense. He got that injury in San Diego, by the way, because, like, he basically was forced to run last second because Gene Segura didn't run. It was a whole thing. I think it's not correct to blame Gene Segura for the injury, but that's kind of where Segura stuff started. And this is going back to the Kapler years. But that offense was the best when McCutcheon was leading off, leading off well. He never really was the same. Like, they started him in the leadoff hole this year. Wasn't so great. They moved him down in the lineup, and he had a productive season with a ton of home runs and then ultimately finished out the year at a point where it seems like they're going to move on because his contract ended. But I, w- I want a leadoff guy like that, you know, whether it's a McCutcheon. For years and years here in Philly, we obviously had Jimmy Rollins, and it, it does set the tone for the offense. And let's get some guys on base for Bryce because far too often he comes out like, Nobody on two outs, and he's sitting the solo. Has to do do his own thing, yeah. Has to do his own thing. It's it's getting a little ridiculous. It's getting a little old. So, number one need is the bullpen. We've all heard the stat about how many saves they blew this year. You know, it's a little misleading. Some of them were in wins. Some of them were in the same game. But let's let's solidify that in the year now, twenty twenty two, and let's get ourselves a left and center fielder. Maybe target one of the big time shortstops, and let's call it. And, and, you know, a successful offseason, first full that's, off. That's season. a pretty long Correct. list now. I mean, well, hold on. It, it is a long see, list. I felt like you, you know. neglected. Now, are they confident in the up-and-coming young arms they have in the starting starting realm? Because that, to me, the back part of the starting is, I was. I mean, I was always smiling. At, you know, if my team's playing the Phillies and I'm getting, you know, the, I mean, the Chase Anderson. Well, uh, so Anderson, Anderson and Moore won't be back. Obviously, be, but, I, well, it's, it's great, but, like, a lot of teams, what they do is they bring two guys kind of like that in to try to hold down the back end. Yeah, well, those guys should be brought in as not your fourth and fifth starter. In case like in case I need seven. one, right? Yeah. In case I need one. So those signings might have made a little bit more sense. Is Ranger Suarez going to stay as a starter? You think yes, so? Yes, I, I don't, I don't think there's to, any doubt. Right? So that there's, got, no, there's so no doubt about that. Your, the would, rock he, which you I build your church on is going to be He would have been, if they had made, he would have made the playoffs. If they would have made the playoffs, Ranger Suarez would have been your game two starter. Of course. So now they're going to build upon Nola, and you, you hope he has a better year next year. Um, Wheeler. Suarez. Suarez. So where do you go from there? Who are the last two? Because, people, I mean, three guys that just get it done for you. Eflin and Gibson. Eflin and Gibson. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I forgot they got Kyle Gibson there. And he's under is he's in a contract for one more year? For another year. Yeah. yeah. So you got four now. So there's so they're in a lot better well, position. Five. Than I I right, like Zach Eflin, and Zach Eflin's fine for a fifth guy. So actually, they're a lot they're a lot better off than I I I, I totally yeah. So which is why I would say right bullpen, left center field. You go you go and sign one of the big time shortstops because that is the the class that's out there, and there's five of them. And uh, you go there's like twenty five teams that think they're going to get get those guys. I know there are, but I'm saying take your you pick. Then who would you want? If you have a chance to sign one of them, you don't pass it up because you're like, hey, we have Bryson Stock coming up. Through. Like, you know, you sign. Who would you want, though? Who would you want? I mean, Seager or Correa probably. Uh, let's let's be realistic. How many big contracts can your team eat? Well, you I'm, just have well, you're, saying, well you're asking who is my favorite. Of well, no, who do you, okay, who do you think can be on the team? I want to know who do you think who do we think can actually realistically let's, be playing? Let's go, more realistically, let's go, let's go sign Trevor Story. Why not? Because you just paid Harper. You just you, you paid Real Muto. You paid Wheeler. Did you paid Nola yet? 
So they got him actually on the cheap a few years ago because they pre they proactively signed him. They prepaid. They did, they did the prepaid plan. They did, that's they did, the same they did, thing. They yeah. did the prepaid. The Ozzy Albies Ronald the King Jr. special. Um, like, how can they afford another massive contract? Yeah, also, they could. They could pre- Dombrowski's going to do some dumbass stuff. Like, give he's going to give set, uh, uh, what's his name Aaron Loop like thirty million dollars. So can we afford all these all these biggins? It's and. A serious question. It's a lot of big contracts, especially if you're going to go get some outfielders. Well, Aaron Loop, uh, former Philly, people do forget that. Uh, I once witnessed him come into a game and as a loogie and got a one out and two pitches, and then Tapper went right back out to the mound. This is when you could make changes that off. It was a by the way, can I ask this? Can we just say like Gay Kapler is rightfully fired from Philadelphia, and like he went and and now just became good. He's so he's just made some changes. Like and this happened like this happens with the He's like, made some changes. I agree with you. I like, I don't know if that happens in Philadelphia, does it? I don't think it does happen in Philly. Well, the talent's just not as good in Philly, but clearly Gabe Kapler was not the number one reason. Giants aren't very talented. <laughs> the Giants weren't very talented. They had the, the the Phillies, there is no manager in the history of baseball. Give me any manager ever who would have managed those Phillies or this year's Phillies to 100 plus wins. No, I agree with you. I, I agree with you. Okay, so clearly the Giants have more talent. Well, no, okay, no, 100 wins. God, no, no, no. But like, but let's be honest. On its face, that was an island of misfit toys, right? You talk about the Mike Talkman's playing center field for a bunch of their games in the middle of the year. You know, like it, it was an island of misfit toys. You really. talk about the Giants, yeah, yeah, it, it was, and he coached them. I mean, but also I find him to be kind of a misfit toy as a manager, so I think he fit in very well there. So I think I think well, it kind he, of happened. He's your 2021 manager of the year. Yeah, there you go. But that's that's what you need to know. And I just I, had, were you surprised by Posey retiring? By the way, no. So I so I, I mentioned this. I saw him play in a game this season in person, and I went with my dad, and my granddad, and like my dad and I basically kind of like came to that consensus. We're like he looks. I mean, as good as he was, he this had year, the he had, he, he looked offensive year in like a looked, decade. I don't know if it was like, it was like a certain thing, but he looked like really tired, like just kind of sluggish and just like not moving as well. And I mean, the game has not been kind. I mean, it, you know, it's been kind to him in some ways because he's such a good player. But that's a tough yeah. position, and obviously the injury. I mean, well, you got the is, DH coming, you get him some games at first. Yeah, base. Like, but I like I, I think he knows where he is, and also for him to to leave on this, I mean. Like, yeah, he, I mean, he's pulling. I don't know if you're. I forget if you're a Seinfeld fan or not, but this seemed like a Costanza move. He's totally going out on a high note. Right. Exactly. Exactly correct. And and how many times? In but sports, it, but it, how many times in sports we like we were like this is you know I'm a big combat sports fan. It's always like this is sad. Like I am I am upset and angry with what I am watching at this point. You know what I mean? Like like Ray Allen, right? Like that's the right way to do this thing. It's the right way to do it. Going out. You know when you're uh, when you're on you know. top. I don't know. It just seems like he had, David Ortiz did the same thing. Like I yeah. was the MVP. Oh, people wanted him back very badly. So I, I think were you? It sounds like you were pretty surprised by it. I was surprised. I feel like he had more to give. Not necessarily. He I does, understand Joey Bart. I, just, I understand Joey Bart's their catcher of the future, but with especially a DH likely coming to the National League, like offensively, it seems like there was a role for him. I I'm with you. I, I think he had more to give, but I think he was done giving it. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's just like, well, hey, then good for him. He won. He went good, and honestly, good for him. Good. I'm, he, I am he's glad one of the few good. where usually baseball is done with you before you're done with it, but he's exactly. going to go out. I just hope he doesn't. At that position too. Go. At that position. Oh, I know. I know. I it, mean, look, him coming back the way he did this year was the exception to the rule. Oh, he is. Yeah, he is a, and, and here's the thing too. Like if you watch him physically, like just not, 
not the athlete he was at one point in time, obviously. And for him to keep you know keep things going, I mean, baseball is one of those sports where it can be done. But I think at that position too, it's like it just it just wears on you. Now, yeah. I will say there are some guys who are a bit different, right? You know, you're out of ears, you bust your posies, these guys hang around. Even like your Kurt Suzuki's, you know, uh, you can kind of hang back there for a long time and take a beating while doing it. But you know, I, I I'm 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 glad for him. Today's Locked On Nationals podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the best place for all of your sports action needs. You go to BetOnline today. They've got a new, pretty interface, whether it's on your mobile phone or on your computer. You can go there today, check out all of the odds they've got for football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, F1, boxing, and even Vegas casino games as well. You go there today, use our promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, and you can receive a 50% deposit bonus. So if you deposit hundred bucks, give you an extra fifty to play with today. Bet online; it's where the game starts. I got one more question for you before we get out of here. Yes. Um. So are we are we locking it out? Is that what we're gonna do? December first, locking it out. Locked out Phillies national yes. podcast. Yeah, is it gonna Don't be locked out? Are we gonna be locked out of baseball? Is what I mean. Oh, like are you asking me will they come to an agreement in the next? Yeah, they days? find an agreement and it's you know it's kind of here. I'll give you one. I'll give you one of those. Do you? About, Does anyone think that's actually going to happen? I'll give you a new timeline. Then. How about do they reach an agreement before New Year's? Uh, I would say no. Look, I'm not in the. I'm not some sort of insider. I don't have any. Yeah, I'm just. I'm just saying. Just you, person. Just your thoughts. No, it, it seems like these two sides are very stingy when it comes to this kind of thing. They're going to take their time going, splitting hairs on every last thing. And we'll probably have a decision on this in the 11th hour. I mean, some people are saying, any writer who I've talked to or anyone who you read, I'm kind of getting the sense when you hear them or you read them or you talk to them that they think this could potentially go into spring training. And then eventually when they start becoming pressure from the outside of, hey, we got to get something done, that's when something will get done, not not proactively before the end of the calendar year. Yeah. All right. Dan Wilson, Locked on Phillies, Locked on Phillies, Locked on Nationals crossover. It was. It's always fun, my friend. I always appreciate your time. Always fun. I, I'm looking forward. To, do we have the power to change the network name to Locked Out? Like on <laughs> December 1st? Locked, the Locked Out MLB Network is what it's going to be. Uh, I, might, it, I mean, that's what it should be called. We're, we're going to have some honestly, fun with lockout shows, by the way. We'll like, get some more. We'll, you remember yeah, that? Oh, we'll, we'll get into some. some uh, we have, I was part we of the COVID. Some, I was part of COVID, so I know how I know how to do, I know how to navigate those those. We, we were I don't know if you remember there were some painstakingly long uh, lockout content. I remember what, turning on Sports Center every day the summer of like 2011 or 2010, whenever that big NFL one was, it was like mm. day 47 of the lockout. Yeah, they always they always show the photos of the lock outside the, the right, right. Facility. Yeah, it's just like yeah, it's like you made. Oh, not. we're locked out. So yeah, we, maybe. If, if they go into a lockout, like we could do something fun, like we've been locked out of our podcast studio. Maybe I'll get locked out of my room and I won't be able well, to. That'd be, that'd be horrible. That'd be awful. I'll be forced to record from outside. Dan, I have to go. I have to go do a, do a serious XM radio show. So yes, as so always, go have fun. It's you a pleasure. Thank you for letting me go. Thank you. This, All right, Dan, we'll talk fun. to you again soon. Yes. All right, that will do it for today's show. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LO underscore nationals. You can follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore. Till next time, my friends, as always, stay safe.